Hi, and welcome to One More Thing with Tiffany and Anthony. Hi. Uh, tonight, we are starting Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., because that's the uh, technical name. <laughs> it is the technical name. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a formal name. Uh, we are talking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 1, The New Deal. The New Deal for a new review. Yeah. Yeah, so let's. Uh, I guess we should back up and do a little previously on Agents of Shield. Yeah, that'll help uh, everyone listening and this guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So first off, a young agent, Phil Coulson, went to go visit Tony Stark to talk to him about how he escaped the Ten Rings. We're yes. gonna go that far back, right? Yeah. Sure. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm following your lead here. So go ahead. We're going back to Iron Man One. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, okay, sure. That's too far back. <laughs> Bill Colson's mother uh, birthed yes. him. <laughs> uh, uh, basically, it started after Avengers. You can yes. go that far, at least, where they killed uh, Agent, uh, Agent Phil Colson, spoiler alert, yes. in, in uh, Avengers. And then they brought him back. <laughs> he did. <laughs> um yeah loki kills him yep and which is just funny because like everyone's like oh we love loki and it's like remember when he killed colson yeah it was heartbreaking <laughs> yeah um yeah and that's right season one first episode starts off with them basically bringing colson back a little uh a little thing we like to call tahiti yeah it's a magical place <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh and that's basically the start of it and then it's basically colson putting together his team for shield yeah we get their team uh the first season is really closely tied to like comic book stuff yes we watched uh the majority of all the seasons we get like it, the first season is kind of for the first half is more fun and yeah. a little like fear almost and then as of course as the shows go on it gets darker and more complicated um yeah so i i always i always like that method i like i I don't know why and uh i like when a show starts off and it feels like very light and funny and you know they're just introducing characters and oh look at the hijinks and shenanigans we get into and then slowly without you even realizing it it's getting like darker and darker and darker I, i just always like that build yeah and by uh, season two, it's like we are just dark. <laughs> yeah. Also, too, uh, you know, we say dark, but it also just comes down to the character development and the stories just get so interesting. It gets so good. Yes. Yes. Everyone gets a little bit, a little more shade on them, you know? Exactly. And it's not to say there's a bit more st- flavor to everyone. Exactly. And it's not to say that there, uh, you know, still isn't like funny, lighthearted, like moments in the series. There is. So if anyone's, yes. you know, not sure <laughs> if they're just listening to this, which I don't know why you would be listening <laughs> to a review of the last season if you didn't watch the show. Um, <laughs> but if, you know, you, you didn't or you're not sure. Um, yeah, it's it's a really good. Yeah, it starts off really well. Um, I would definitely say you start with the first season. Some people go, oh, don't start with first season. I would say you start with the first season so you get a basis of knowing at heart who these characters are and then seeing how they evolve over time to who yes. they are now. Exactly. So, definitely helps. 
Uh, yeah, and then also too, just uh, for the show itself, um, I really liked uh, when they started. I believe it was the fourth season when they started doing double arcs, where it's like first half of the season is based on one arc, second half of the season is based on another arc. Um, it was yeah, it was the fourth season. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was the Ghost Rider season, right? Yes, which yeah. I think is might be their best season. I, I agree, because uh, that went straight into the uh, LMD framework. Work. Yeah, the framework. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great season. Um, and it, I think it really revitalized the show and really helped the show to where it wasn't just like one long season of 20-something episodes of the same story arc. And you guys, you know, stretch things out and things get a little, you know, kind of, you know, boring and or kind of just mm-hmm. like, oh, like enough already. Let's just get to, you know, the meat and potatoes of the story. So I really liked when they started doing like the double arcs. It's like, OK, first half of the season is this. Second half of the season is this. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. And then that leads up into season seven. But we should quickly touch on what happened in season six. In season six. Yeah. Uh, I Unfortunately, season six was a very weak season when I rewatched it. Yes. Because like, you know, when I was starting my rewatch, because I pretty much try to rewatch all the episodes because hey, it was quarantine time, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and you know, I watched the majority of season one because I couldn't turn out turn away from it. Season two, I had some issues because I had uh real shield issues, mm. that storyline, which I do just, remember that one. Mm, mm. Season three was okay. Season four was a high point. Season five is the season they go into the future. Yes. Which that is, one was a very uneven season. It's hit it, right. It's hit and miss. There's some really good moments and really like yeah. eh moments. Yeah. They stay too long into the future and then we come back and then we have that whole thing with nothing against Dove Cameron, but she's who I picture when I go, oh, I don't like the way that season ended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then season six is the season after Phil Coulson dies again. Yes. Because he dies twice. He dies twice. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. And that was the season where things are very... I, I rewatched these episodes, and I'm still not sure what the heck was happening. It was... It, again, it was one of those seasons where, you know, that was the one where it had those things that were coming from the other... The strike. The strike, yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those things where, you, like... And it was like what you thought was, you know, what I guess turned out to be the e- evil Coulson who turned out to be a strike. We find out at the end. Um, Cause he has that thing in him. And they, they explained how towards the end of season five, they have, they had this whole thing with these monoliths and there was a rift in time and space with a fear dimension that was coming out very seriously. Season five was all over the place. Um, <laughs> And when he went in to shut it down, his DNA went in there and it made a duplicate Coulson known as Sarge. Yes. Who was on his other planet. And then he came to Earth after our Coulson died. Yes. And we spent the whole season trying to figure out who this Sarge was. So here's the thing with that season. I go, I agree. I feel like it was a it was a weak season. Um, but I feel like they really dropped the ball because they had a a good setup because mm-hmm. for five seasons we've seen these monoliths and or six seasons or whatever we've seen these monoliths mm-hmm. and like the monoliths have always been like part of the show and no one knows really like 
what they were, where they came from. And, and they would kind of bring it up here and there. They would, you know, be involved in the storyline. And for me, it was always super interesting. It was like, oh, where are these, you know, monos coming from? Like, what are they, you know, doing? What's this backstory? And then they gave us a season or half a season about these monoliths. And, you know, that's where the, you know, the strike come in and everything. And it was just like, oh, I don't like what they did with this. It's like, I felt like they had, they had a good story or they had a story that they could have made good and mm-hmm. they kind of dropped the ball. And I also feel like the whole strike thing got, it was super convoluted. And I feel mm-hmm. like when things get super convoluted, it's because they know they have a weak story. It, exactly. You know? So it's like, Oh, they have this story that's kind of weak. And so they start making all these different things and these, you know, where they come from, who they are, how, you know, they got Colson's body and, and, and what they're doing. And, and then it, in the end, it turned into some, you know, drama, some Marvel drama between <laughs> the two Shrek people or whatever who were, I don't know, were they lovers? Were they, I don't even know. Um, they were non-corporeal beings, but then somehow they became, only the two of them became corporeal and they want... <sighs> And it all came down to they yeah. want to live. They want to be corporeal and live on Earth. so they And can, take over. And take over so they can feel things and touch and be what I don't know. And they went It became all- your basic uh, aliens conquering Earth story. Yeah, it was so bad. Like I said, I go, things get convoluted when you have a weak story. And yeah. like you said, I go, it just, it boiled down to, oh, this was a really weak season. Um, yeah. Well, I was thinking about the whole thing with the monoliths where, you know, you get the first monolith, the one that takes uh, Simmons to that other planet. Yes. With the... That's what Hive comes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It it was like, oh, this monolith takes you across. It's a transportation monolith. Then we had the monolith that takes you into the future. It's a time travel monolith. Yes. And then there was the third one, and then you put them all together. I think the third one's the one that opened the thing to the fear dimension. I'm not sure. Then you put them all together. It was like, oh no, no, it's just a way to bring the strike over. Right. Exactly. And, and that this woman whose name I cannot remember, but I keep getting her her name confused with Illyria from Angel, and that's not her name. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I hated Illyria. From go ahead. Yeah, they bring. Kill uh, Fred. Sorry. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> spoilers for like a 20 year old show um oh my bad guys <laughs> uh the whole reason the models even existed had nothing to do with you know like uh hive or or uh the Cree or the inhumans it was like oh she dropped them here so that she could eventually bring her people over exactly yeah, it, it, you're right they built up the models this thing where we don't know what they are we can't wait to find out and it was like that was it Exactly. That, that yeah. And I just thought like, oh, this is a reoccurring thing throughout the season. So it's going to play into a, you know, a shield story that makes sense. Like you said, Hive, mm-hmm. Hydra, you know, uh, the, uh, the Inhumans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you're thinking like, oh, it's going to be, or it's going to, and I don't know, maybe they'll come back. I go in this last season. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But, or is they're going to play into like, the whole end of the series or whatever. And it was like, oh, okay, you know, this is super interesting. They're really slow building this. This is a long story they're telling. And then just to be like you said, oh, she placed them there. So this Shrike group can come and, you know, be corporeal and take over earth. And it was like, oh, oh really? It was like, <laughs> it, it was that moment where you always go, oh, really? Yeah. That's it. I thought we were getting something awesome. Like, damn, exactly. Oh man. <laughs> 
That was the problem. I thought, okay, you know, season five was a bit of a downer. But all right. I mean, there were some good moments, you know. Yeah. But I thought, but season six, we're gonna we're gonna have a it's gonna be good. It's gonna end well. And I went, This is this is this is what we're getting. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like they knew that the story was really um weak. I go, because not only that that's why they made the whole thing convoluted, but then that's why they brought in the Chronicons. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're they be they play a much bigger they start in season five with right. Enoch. Yes. They play a bigger role in season six and then season seven is about them. Exactly. Um and it's just like, oh man, it's like oh yeah, it's just the whole the, with the monoliths and the strike. It was like it was so weak and it was so disappointing. Because like you said, in my head I had, oh awesome. This is gonna be awesome. And then you watch and you went, Oh, this is barely average. <laughs> But I, uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, basically, they wind up defeating the Shrike, and, and but in the process of their big battle with the with the Shrike at the end, um, May gets basically she gets uh skewered, skewered. So yeah, which I feel like I feel and like... she gets to the uh the other side of um this world. Yes, that they're like they're trying to get to. Oh wait, I think I oh her name was Izel. It wasn't Olivia. I knew it began with an I. Ah, okay. Izel, yes. Yeah. Yes. I could picture her face. Like I remember the actress's face, yeah, but I couldn't remember short, her name. Short red headed Bob. Her name yes. was Izel. Yes. Yes. Got it. I had to look it up because it was gonna drive me nuts. <laughs> right. So like in between there's this two stories being told of like the Shrike yeah. and then the Chronicons. I go, mm-hmm. um but yeah, in the final battle with with the Shrike and everything, they wind up killing Izel, right? And yes, they went uh, Oh, uh, May kills Izel. Yes. First, the uh, Sarge or Patrick Cook, whatever they were calling him, he stabs May. Yes. And, and they push her into this like portal that they're gonna that Izel and him are gonna use to bring uh, the other Shrike out. Yes. And she like she's dying in there. Then she gets out, and after I think uh, Daisy kills. Daisy. <laughs> kills uh, Sarge because I'm gonna call him that because I can't say the word. Uh, that's when May comes out and she kills Izel. Right, because there was a a strike in Sarge, which you realize like that was supposed to be like a big thing too. Yeah. and they played it like, oh, he's actually a good guy because Coulson's uh, he still has. Yes, they were trying to play up that he had Coulson's memories, so he was torn. So he was torn, and you're thinking like, "Oh, Coulson's memories are going to win over," because I mean, again, he attached himself to Coulson because that was the whole, you know, in the fear dimension. That's how they got in. Um, yeah. So, and you're thinking like, "Oh, he's going to win over," and he's doing stuff like throwing May back in there, and you're thinking to kill Izel because he's now on their side, and you know, Coulson's you know going to shine through. And nope, he was nope. Yeah. That was that was another issue with the whole Sarge thing is that they spent. Most of the season, he's a bad guy. We can't trust him. Right. And they'd have an episode like, no, no, we can't trust him. And then five minutes later, no, no, he's still a bad guy. We can't trust him. Exactly. And then it's like, and like they did that, like, I swear to God, for three episodes in a row leading up to the season finale, where they're like, no, we can't trust him. Yes, we can trust him. No, we can't trust him. And then the last second, it went, no, we can't trust him because guess what? He just actually was bad. Yeah. And they kept going back and forth. And it was, I was like, make up your mind. You, you can't keep surprising us. And I wish I had, you could see my quotation marks. You can't keep surprising <laughs> us with the, oh, no, no, he's really good. Oh, no, no, he's really bad. Right. 
and it felt honestly and i mean i'm not saying that this is why they did it but it felt like it was one of those things where it's like they had decided okay we're gonna have sarge be with them you know in the last season and then someone came up with the idea and went nah, i'd rather have colson as an lmd that's cooler and they went all right let's make sarge evil and kill him <laughs> so we can have the lmd yeah. yeah because it could have been very easy for sarge to have been bad turn good and stay on as sarge exactly with his colson memories peeking in every now and again exactly to help them out um yeah. so yeah i just felt like they decided oh no the lmd thing's cooler <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So the end of the, se- the season finale from last year ends with, um, like half the characters we like are dead. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or injured or missing. Uh, the Chromacons have just attacked the lighthouse because the whole because chron- out- we need to mention too for everyone yeah. listening. The whole reason yeah. why the Chronicon is because the Chronicon world is what- destroyed by Izel. Yes. Izel destroyed yeah. the big strike lady destroyed the Chronicon world. So they spend most of the season going from touring. First they want to- first touring, they're trying to get touring the galaxy, the universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh they spend most of the season trying to get uh Fitz because mm-hmm. he was out of time because there was a whole arc where Fitz <sighs> everyone else got sent to the future. He's out Fitz. of time. We don't even have time to go He's into out of Fitz's. Time. Uh, there you go. He's out of time. Yeah. There you go. He's out of time. And so they want to get him to kill him. And they were like, no, no. We Then another set of Chromacons like, no, we cannot kill him because he figured out time travel. So we need him and Simmons to figure out time travel so we can time travel in time back in time to save our planet. Yes. But then Fitz and Simmons outsmart them, get away with the help of Enoch, their friendly Chromacon. Yes. A.K.A. Fitz's BFF. So they, the Chromacons have now attacked the lighthouse aka agents of shields headquarters to get to um to get fitz to get simmons and to get fury's black box which has uh all the information that nick fury ever had about shield and while they're doing this we have may daisy yo yo (laughs) and mac uh in the jungle oh and deke in the jungle fighting izel and the shrike yes and just when uh, it seems like it's all over, when I, you know, Yo-Yo has been affected by a strike and she's about to die. Mm-hmm. But then May comes back and kills Izel, which kills the strike and Yo-Yo. And we're thinking, okay, this is all done. May passes out. We're like, oh no, May's about to die because she was also, you know, stabbed. In comes Simmons with, like, there's people with her, were they not? Yeah, there were people. Oh, she's by herself. Yeah, yeah, there's people with her. And she's like, we have to go, go, go. The Chromacons are coming. They're going to kill us all. I'm going to put May in a pod. We need to get out of here. And that's when they get in the Zephyr, and the Zephyr turns out to be now a time machine. Yes. And then. And they're like, well, we're going back in time, but they don't know until they get through some clouds and they realize they're now in New York City. 1931. And yes. that segues into season seven, Marvel's Agents yes. of Shield. Season seven. Wow, that was a long segue, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but we got there. And then we got, we got there. there. We got there. All right. So yeah, so we start with it's New York City, 1931. Yes. And, and some old timey cops are waiting for a bootlegger. Yes. And in comes three Chromacons who steal their faces. And it's gross. It was 
Yeah, I didn't like the the scene. I didn't like when he, after he's done stealing his face and they show you the body with no face on it. That just freaks me out. And I thought, oh, is it going to be like, you know, it's going to like take like, it's going to be something weird with like, like a red skull type thing, you know? But yeah. no, it was just a blank face. And I think that was creepy. Yeah, exactly. The blank face. Like, I'd rather see a skull. I go, because yeah. at least it's something. It's like the skin with the blank face. Creepy. Um, yeah. yeah, so they do, so they go and they steal the, uh, the faces. And um, so basically just to give a whole setup for this episode, they're back in 1931 because they're trying to stop S.H.I.E.L.D. from being created. Created. Because they feel that S.H.I.E.L.D. is the only thing that can stop them from taking over the Earth. Yes. Which I was like, that's kind of rude to the Avengers. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> there are, I mean, if we're still in this, we're in this world where, I mean, obviously the Avengers still exist, right? I mean. Yes, I would think so. At, at the end of Endgame, last time I checked, there was still a Thor, there was still a Black Widow. Oh, no, there wasn't. No. <laughs> um, there was still a Thor, there was still an Iron Man. Oh, wait. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, exactly. It's like there's still an Avengers. There, you know, there's still all these superheroes, and it's like, but only Shield can stop you. I'm like, are you trying to say that that everything is kind of sort of connected to Shield in a way? Like there would be no Captain America if Shield doesn't ex- if Hydra doesn't happen, and Shield's not finding Hydra, they don't need to make a Captain America. So there's no Captain America, right? Um, maybe Tony uh, Howard Stark doesn't get involved in making like weapons and stuff as much if he's not working with Shield or the SSR, mm-hmm. the SSR first for the war. So then maybe he doesn't get into his, that uh, that line of work. Maybe he still events stuff, but he doesn't get into uh, weapons. So that then later on when he is killed. Well, later on when he has a kid, his kid isn't also in- interested in weapons and carrying on his legacy. That that way, then the Ten Rings don't need to get uh, Tony Stark, which means, aha, there's no Iron Man. Yeah. I- um, I'm guessing there's some way that the Hulk... Oh, no, no, they already said it. Uh, Bruce Branagh was working on a new uh, super soldier thing. Oh, crap. Everything is kind of connected to S.H.I.E.L.D. Do you know you... So you're saying it, and I'm just like... I'm like, oh, we just made that joke right at the beginning. I guess there's no... What? The Avengers can't stop them? There are no... It's like, oh, wait, no. They're they're right. Everything's connected to S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm thinking about it. Yes, there's no... Like, right there. And, um... Yeah. So, good job, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's why they need... Yeah. They, um... So, oh, and if Thor came to Earth, he wouldn't have to, like, you know, fight with, he wouldn't have any interest in helping S.H.I.E.L.D. or whatever. Yeah. Later on, down that, wow. So I know yeah. it sounded like yeah. we were being sarcastic, <laughs> but we were, like, totally, we, we knew that, you know, hey, they need to stop S.H.I.E.L.D. because S.H.I.E.L.D. is the key to everything. So that wasn't sarcasm. They do. They do. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's right. Now that you're saying it, I'm hearing you talk. I'm like, oh, wait. I'm like... Because I we're... wrote in my notes originally, like, well, what about the Avengers? Now I'm thinking, okay, let me just skip that note. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> Everything is connected to S.H.I.E.L.D. So, <sighs> so smartly, the Chronicons are like, hey, we need to stop S.H.I.E.L.D. And if we stop S.H.I.E.L.D., there's no- nothing then can prevent us from taking over. Um, okay. Oh, wait, oh, wait. But here's, okay, here's two other things. They can time travel, right? 
Yeah. They time travel to the past of Earth. Why can they time travel to stop the strike from destroying their planet? Well, mm. okay. I think the time travel thing is still up in the air because there's a point where uh, Simmons is explaining it and she's like, "There, Fitz said there are tides in the galaxy and like they... It's like tides in the galaxy that lead to different points in time and you have to like grab onto one and it takes you to a point in time. Maybe, and again, you're right, but I'm like, maybe they're kind of saying like, it's very unpredictable. Like it's very hard. You can't just pick one and go, okay, I'm going to wait for this one and, Mm -hmm. and grab onto it and go back into the exact time that I want. I think maybe it's like one of those things where it's kind of like, eh, it's very unstable, unpredictable. So they just, you know, and I know, I, they got the one that they wanted, I guess, going yeah. back to 1931. <laughs> so I guess that, you know, it kind of makes well, you go, well, what about that? But I It know, also I- goes into my question of then why not also uh, just take over the Earth before shields form? Maybe that's what they're trying to do now. Okay, I'm just, I'm just going to go on. I was just um, like, for just, the sake of the first I want them to, I want them to, I want them to at least bring it up. Yeah. Like, oh, we couldn't bring all our Chromacons, but we could only send, like, three guys back. Yeah. So we can't take over. I'm out of ideas on that one. Yeah, okay. you're right. All right. All right. That's the, those are my questions I had watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it is. Maybe they'll bring it up. Maybe they'll, uh, you know, say why. Or maybe they'll mm-hmm. just do what a lot of times, and they'll be like, comic books, just go with it. Yeah, you know what? That's what I have to do. I'm like, like it's still a concept. But when you start show. getting, because when you start getting into like timelines and and like going back in time or whatever, it's like, eh, mm-hmm. yeah, I go so many times. It's such faulty storytelling because you could easily, in most cases, just look and go, well, why don't you just go back here and do this? That's way easier than what you're doing. You know. Mm-hmm. I so, agree. So, but you know, it's like yeah. they can't. So that's they why can't. I agree. They should explain, like, try to. They should come up with something to at least be like, oh, this is the reason why we're doing yeah, it this way. Give me an answer and go, okay, I'll buy that versus you not saying it at all making me think, did you not even think of it? You had a thought of it. 100%. Yeah, and that's our thing. We're always yeah. like, we don't even care if you give us anything that great. It's like, just give us something. Just don't yeah. leave it out. Yeah. Uh, oh, So, everyone's now on this offer mm-hmm. and Or the DeLorean, go ahead. Yeah, and they're staring at the LMD Coulson, who's a mixture of Chromacon hardware and like LMD stuff. He, so he, he's not a straight up Chromacon. No, he's the most advanced LMD because he has Chromacon, Chronicon, Comicon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Insides. Insides. <laughs> yeah. insides. Uh, and I like how, you know, like Daisy is like, Max, like, no, let's not, let's, let's, think about it and Daisy's like screw it no it's Coulson and she like starts him up she turns him online yeah yeah she starts him up she starts him up she brings him on uh-huh. <laughs> like she turns him on I'm like that's weird <laughs> I said turns him online <laughs> oh, okay I meant to say, I meant to say you know brings him bring him online, online? yeah yes. um, and and I, re- I really can I just say I really yeah. I really enjoyed the scene I thought this was really I did I, I did too it was a really good scene because Coulson kind of wakes up and he's just like, hey, hey guys, yeah. hey guys, like what's going on? And then he's like, and I, I, and I like that they go, oh, the last brain scan they have is from when the framework. Yes. So all like season five and six is gone. He has no idea. He has no idea, right? His last memories are from that season with the framework. And I did yeah. like how he's like, 
why is everyone staring at me in, in like silence? He's like, why is no one talking? Yeah. <laughs> and basically, yeah. And then Daisy's just like, oh, hey, you're an LMD. Oh, she's like, no, let's get it over. We're not going to like try to convince you that everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Because he starts realizing he's like, oh, like I have like my hand. He's like, and I feel yeah. like, he's like, but it doesn't feel right. He's like, yeah, things just don't feel right. And she's like, yeah, you're an LMD. Yeah. And then he starts to like download like the last two years. Yeah. And he's freaking out. And Max's like, okay, let's just stop this. <laughs> exactly. So, like, just a good job by uh, Clark Gregg. I go when he's like processing the two years that are happening. And he's, yes. And he's like, Tahiti. And like, he's like, May, no. And then Fitz is like, <laughs> like with Fitz and everything. And then when he's just like, uh, he's like, I'll make the deal. I'll make the deal. I'm dead anyway. With the Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I'm dead anyway. And it's like, he keeps saying it. And that's when Mac, like, turns him offline <laughs> yes and it's like okay we're gonna let him have a moment and we're gonna come back and that's when they get all that information from simmons about you know the the chromacons and the tides and all that stuff and okay so how and how she upgraded the she's like oh they're like it must take it forever for you to upgrade the zephyr she's like well it didn't take that long to build it but it took fits a long time to design it and that's when you start going how long has it been? Exactly. Because Daisy asks, like, how long has it been? And she just looks at Daisy and she's like, too long. And it's like, that's not an answer. I'm like, I need them to tell us. Yeah. I had an idea about what was happening with Simmons because she was so, like, colder or yeah. more like, not colder, but just more like matter of fact. Matter of fact. But then, straight like, the- yeah, yeah, straightforward. But then they uh, 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 later on down the line episode kind of like kill that idea. <laughs> Right, but uh, when we get to, it. but I did like when she like you know Deke's there, and it reminded me of how much I love when he calls them Nana and uh, Bobo. Yeah, because she's like, "That's your workstation," and he has uh, Fitz's tool with the number right. seventeen on it, and he's like, "Bobo's not here." And I went, "I love that." I do. I agree. Um, so basically- that was the sorry. That was my favorite thing from five and six is the whole Deke Fitz relationship thing. Well, that's just such a great because our you know we were not fans of deke when he first came on the show in the future no. episode <laughs> and his progression has just been one of the best progressions on the show yes because he's agree. legit one of my favorite characters now um but yeah like i so basically this is and this is what i was, was going to ask before is the whole the chronicons the chronicons scan fits in simmons brain right yes so the reason that Fitz and Simmons are And that's not- when we had that we got that in a, a great uh, uh episode from last season. Great episode. Fitz and Simmons. Oh, one of my favorite episodes uh, in the entire run of the show. It was called uh, Escapable. Catch it if you can guys. It's on uh, Netflix. Yes. It's a, it's a fantastic <laughs> episode. Um so they scan their brains. So the reason why they're apart is because then they can't be together is why again? Oh, because uh, they know how they think when they are together. Okay. So they can, because uh, they—that's how they figured out. That's how the Chromacons took over the lighthouse last season. Yes, because okay. they had, they had um, Simmons brain scan, and they knew that all the, like all the uh, the protocols that they would do in the lighthouse. Like, okay, if something happens, you go to this level, right. and the Chromacons all went there. So they can't be together because they, if they are together, they would think a certain way, and then they can predict what they would do. Exactly. So that's okay. How, that's why I think that, 
totally okay that's what i that's what i thought but i wasn't 100 percent sure but yes okay so they're too right the com they can basically predict every move that fitz and simmons makes because they have their brain scan when they're, they're together because they yes. think more independently outside when they're not yes yeah and if they're and if they're in separate uh environments they're not gonna you know they're not gonna know what the other ones yeah yeah um and it has nothing to do with the fact that the uh, actor who plays Fitz isn't on. <laughs> he like, I think he got like another job. I don't know. He did if he didn't sign on for this last season, or they he signed up for something before they announced they were going to have another season. Right. I don't know. But I think it, he's going to show up at some point. I'm hoping. We'll, we'll see, guys. We'll see. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, and it's just always because I'm sorry they're at the heart of the show for me now. It's, and, and the fact that they're having scenes is sucks. And that's the thing. I go, so, because I was like, I enjoyed this first, I go, I enjoyed this first episode. Mm-hmm. I go, I, I, I liked it. I go, I enjoyed the episode. Um, but I was like, something just feels off. I'm like, something just feels like off, like something's missing. And I just realized it's that Fitz and Simmons magic because they really are the heart of the show and probably became my favorite part of the show over the last couple of years. And it was like, and you kind of just now, it's gone and it's like kind of taken away and it's like ah oh. it's missing something it's yeah it's missing that i agree so um but yeah so anyway so that's how we get to you know there when she's explaining like what's happening and she's and basically she's like look you know and max like well you know i don't know about this the whole like colson thing or whatever and she's like look we don't have any time and anything she's like the chronicons are here we're already behind schedule she's like we don't know we don't know what they're planning and they have the black box and they got fury's black box exactly and daisy's like but shield is like doesn't start up to the 1950s she's like why are we in 1931 and uh uh simmons is like that's my point we don't know we don't know anything (laughs) we have to figure it out like all right deke go get some clothes so we can like look into stuff Exactly. And I love that Deke knows all their sizes and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he knows where to buy clothes. Where he's like, buy- look, my he's like, my my specialty is uh navigating the past. I'm like, well, you know what? He he does a good job considering he went back, stole all the technology, and started a startup in like a year. Absolutely. <laughs> so I so all right, so they eventually realize like, you know, Max like, Yeah, you're right. Like we don't have time to like quibble over yeah. stuff like that. He this. wakes up he wakes up uh Coulson. And they have, again, another good conversation where Coulson's basically like, hey, I never wanted this. He's like, Coulson. He's like, Coulson. He's like, I, he's like, I didn't like it either. He's like, yeah, because you, you hate robots. Exactly. He's like, Coulson would have never wanted this. And, yeah. and Mac is like, I respect that decision. He's like, of course you do, because you hate robots. <laughs> and basically, it's like, and I do love when uh, Mac is like, look, he's like, Simmons feels like you can like Colson would have information that could help us out and you know in defeating the chronicons and this and that he's like I and do- knowing why the chronicons would need to go this far back into shield history exactly because he is the most he is the fanboy he knows the most about he wanted to be a history teacher before yes. he became exactly in the shield and he like he's like a walking encyclopedia of like shield stuff because they set that up in season one with all the stuff he knew yeah they set that up in uh uh Avengers with him being a Captain America fanboy. Yeah, so it's like it, it, it's in character. Exactly. It doesn't. It's not like they came up like, oh, how can we explain how uh, you know Coulson would be here? Oh, he kind of knows stuff. We already knew he, he knew stuff, so exactly. it just makes sense. And this, right, exactly. And like history is his thing, like like you said. Yeah. Um, and I do love when Mac is like, 
you know, he's like, and Simmons feels like you'll have knowledge that can help us out. He's like, I just need to know, like, everybody is like on board and everything. And I love when he's like, I'll do anything for you guys. And it's just that even though it's like an LMD, it's so Colson mm-hmm. and everything. It felt like a Colson we hadn't seen in years. It's and I loved it. And, and that's the thing that's and again so i feel like that's also too why i really enjoyed the episode and what kind of made up for the lack of fitz and simmons was the mm-hmm. fact that we kind of got that colson that we love in like the first three seasons or four seasons or whatever yeah because even i mean maybe even for i mean i think like the colson character really starts to change in like season three with hive yes after he gets his hand cut off and he kills the dude yes yeah i go so to get, right exactly so to get that colson that felt like first two and a half seasons of colson mm-hmm. and the colson in the movies and like the avenger movies mm-hmm. and you know and whatnot i was like oh man i was like yeah it was it, nice. it was like a colson without the baggage yeah and it was really nice and i and i and it kind of is uh it feels like a symbol for the season it's like a season without baggage really almost Exactly. It's like yeah. a, we're just having fun. We we did all the hard stuff, and now it's kind of like a romp through like MCU history and show history, and we're just gonna have a good time with it. And it's it, not too serious. You're right. That's and that's exactly what these episodes have felt like. It just it feels you know exactly what you said. I'm not gonna say it again because I'll just be repeating. <laughs> <laughs> I'll basically just go, and you'll be like, I just said that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I like that though. I go. It, I, I it added. It, it's added a freshness to the show that and, and a good way if it's your final season like this is the type of vibe I would want the season to be yeah uh, and then and then all of a sudden Max on Arrow because he's all like let's suit up and I'm like hey that's yeah. an Arrow line <laughs> I was like stop that I was like well, who you think you are you think you're Arrow you know Arrow you didn't I guess and save the universe <laughs> uh, nope um, look at Arrow, yeah. Arrow, Arrow fans and Arrow writers and everything. Look, I just said something nice about your show. There you go. There you go. We worked it in. <laughs> worked it in. Uh, so they're gonna they find out about the the cops missing their faces. Yes. Well, they don't know they're cops, but like there's some dead bodies with missing faces, and they go, "That must be the Crump Cons," because that's weird. <laughs> Pretty much, and they're the only. Nineteen thirty one. That's the old, the chronicon the chronicons are the only thing that could do that because yeah. who else would have that technology? So they're gonna go investigate it, and like they're all like in their like you know 1930s clothes. Well, it's just it's Mac, Deke, Coulson, and Daisy, and they're gonna go investigate. And they have this really interesting conversation about uh, time travel. Yes, um, just and quickly, it was Deke of all people. Exactly. Oh, uh, good. Just quickly, I go. Because uh, they do have a thing where they mention like they're working on May. They have May in the container, and they're like working on her. You it's know, supposed to be like a week or two before she can get out. Before she can yeah. get out, and and yeah. Yo Yo's not with them because Mac is like you. We still want to make sure that you don't have that strike alien virus in you anymore. Yeah, so let's not bring like you know an old timey like you know just disease basically to this world that we can't solve. Exactly, because they're worried about the whole butterfly effect. But. Ah. Yeah, you like that. You like that segment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's another theory, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, he's like, Deke, he's like, I have a uh, multiverse like branch theory. He's like, there's the butterfly effect because that's what uh, that's what Daisy comes up with because that's the one like everyone knows. <laughs> Typical Daisy. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I gotta say, when I was doing my rewatch, I'm like, I still don't like you, Daisy. <laughs> um, so it I... never changed. So. From Sky to Daisy, did not like you. 
I know you had your issues with Daisy, and and at the beginning I didn't, and, and then I got on board with your issues with Daisy. <laughs> um, and now I'm like, I feel like we're both in the same place with her. It's like you're not as terrible as your as the peak when we disliked you. Yes, but we're never going to really like you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I I told you this before, but like I had. I didn't realize, I, I thought I only had Mac issues starting with the framework when he wanted to stay in the framework with his daughter who wasn't real. <laughs> but then when I rewatched the season, I went, oh, I kind of had Mac issues this whole time. Yes. This season, I've been enjoying Mac. No issues. It's Look, crazy. I mean, I, I'm i going to say that I like Mac at the beginning just so then I can make the joke of it's like the return of the Mac. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> return of the Mac. There he is. <laughs> um yeah no i agree it's like i I was never a huge uh mac fan um i was i mean really from all the new people that came in around max time uh we were big uh bobby and uh hunter and hunter fans wanted them to stay and instead we got mad i was just (laughs) like all right um he was okay at first, it was like I didn't like dislike him, but like mm-hmm. I was never like, "Oh yeah, Mac." And then he got sanctified. real shield. It was real shield. I realized rewatching it, I went, "I'm done with you with real shield." That yeah. was it. And then he got super sanctimonious and just like Ugh. super annoying. And Ugh. again, he's kind of like Daisy, like especially for this season, even maybe a little bit last season. He's mm-hmm. he's been he's come down a little bit. He's not as annoying, but yes. I'm still <laughs> never gonna be a Mac fan. I was just like, oh, I enjoy more Mac now this episode, this season. So yeah, so they're talking well, about the, the but whole. But I agree. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was the point I wanted to make. This yeah. is the most I've enjoyed Mac. <laughs> yes, I was like, thank you. There's no me going. I don't think I would rewatch the season going. Oh wait, I didn't like that. I'm like, no, I did like all this. Good for you, Mac. Good for you. Good for you. I'm actually gonna go with good for you, Mac. Um, <laughs> so they're talking Bravo. about. So yeah, so Deke is talking about the his version. His uh, the one that he subscribes to is the time stream, which is like. You know, you throw a stick in the water, the water still goes around the stick. It's still going to go where it's supposed to go. But you throw enough sticks in the water, you start a dam, and that now diverts the water to another spot. So he's basically saying, let's not do that. Let's do, like, small things, but we can't do too many, too right. many things, which makes it a big thing. And then Matt kind of sums it up with ripples, not waves. Exactly. I, I, like the, I prefer this version of the time travel thing to kind of what happened with it's it's kind of close to what happened in in game uh a little bit. Yes. Um. Although end game, I really feel like they changed a lot. <laughs> yes. Like, no, I mean what what they were supposed to be doing. <laughs> right. It's like that's yeah. the theory that they were going behind, and I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. I go, and yeah. that's definitely the theory you need to be going with because you you do not do the butterfly effect in end game because again they were changing some big things. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And the whole thing is, I never. I I always thought the butterfly the butterfly effect was such a dumb limiting idea because now when you're saying that any little thing can change something to this everything like, yeah everything you have now really put yourself backed yourself into a corner you know or really limited yourself because now it's like well you better show it then because then you have everything's changed you know with every little thing they do and then that's not really what people want to see you don't want to see everything change so mm-hmm. i always felt like that was a very like poor you know theory i guess so i really like this yeah. one better 
I like to like they can do little things as long as they don't mess up too much. It's exactly. fine. And then like just because they came back in time, just because the chromosome stole this guy's face, doesn't mean now they go back to the future. Uh, I have no idea. I have. No, I thought I had a theory. I had a example. I don't. I'm gonna stop that. I have a theory. That go it's for a it. Demon, a dancing demon. <laughs> My theory was it was bunnies. There you go. Yeah. I'm glad you got the Buffy reference. I'm glad we too. Because I was like, oh, I don't think she got it. And now I'm left hanging there. <laughs> no, it was bunnies. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here's the, so it's like, it's one of the, it's so sad because it's like, wow. Um, so that dude's like, that cop is dead, right? Mm-hmm. And you're hoping, I hope he didn't have a family because I don't think the Chronicon guy is going back to the family and living like the family life. Um, <laughs> so you go either he didn't have a family. That's what I'm going with. Or it's like, wow, his life didn't mean much because even if he doesn't ever show up again back to his family and he dies... Nothing uh, changes. <laughs> a hell of a lot sooner than he was supposed to. Nothing changes. Oh, yeah, that's too funny. Poor guy. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's let's move on because we're going to get... Yes. We don't want this to be like four hours. This, will, uh, uh, this is the first episode where we had to recap everything, so it's going to be longer. <laughs> yes. I might have to split this one in two. Maybe. Just to oof, make it... Serviceable. All right, so they get to the crime scene, yeah, and Deke is printed out these like fake-looking like badges, <laughs> sheriff badges. I don't know, and like they pretend to be Canadian. <laughs> that was great. Yes, and like the one guy's like, guess what? We're gonna have old-fashioned sexism to Daisy. Um, I really like that. <laughs> I really like that they made sure to show you, hey, old-fashioned sexism and racism, because it's like, yeah, yeah, 1931. That's exactly what would be fucking happening. We're not gonna like shy away from it. We're not gonna act like this is none of this happening. We're gonna exactly. show it, and they're gonna be pissed about it, and it's gonna be good. <laughs> exactly. But Daisy needs to go home, find a husband, and get married. Yeah, and she's like, I'm gonna knock you on your butt. <laughs> exactly. Oh, she's, they- no, she said. No, she's like, I'm gonna break your rib. Yes. <laughs> Because, hey, they do things differently in Canada. Eh? <laughs> so they... Sorry, Canada. <laughs> Sorry, Canada. No, and hey, we're... and in Canada, apparently in the 1930s, women were kick-ass. <laughs> they got to be Mounties. Cool. Exactly. Um, so they, they go in there, and they find the dead cops with no faces, and the one bootlegger guy that showed up and surprised the Comic-Cons. And yes. like, why didn't they take his face? And they're like, oh, he was delivering... Uh, whiskey and they look at the label and here's where colson the history guy goes hey swordfish yeah this reminds me of a there's a there's an old shield uh safe house near here that used to be a speakeasy and (laughs) and the password was swordfish i wonder if this is connected and guess what it is exactly yeah so colson and mac are like we're gonna go check it out and they leave Deke and Daisy there and Deke has like some doohickey where he's gonna like stick uh, it in the guy's face I hate that <laughs> I hate that I already don't like the the face list whatever and when he takes the thing it just sticks it and shoves it in the face oh the first time it was the first time it was like it was like eh, the second one made me laugh I don't know why because he's like ah and no it's, it's, his face. It's, the first one they don't show it that much he just sticks it yes. in Daisy's like ooh and then the second yeah. one, they show you him sticking right into the blank list face. And I was like, no, no. And I giggled. I don't know why. I think uh, I wrote uh, LOL in my line. Yeah, you know uh, what? I'm glad that in this uh, 
in this uh, uh, podcast, you seem like the villain and not me. Because usually I come off sounding like the villain. <laughs> they were like, yeah, stick it in his face. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Flash, go kill that person. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so basically what he's doing is he's like uh, sampling his his DNA. And he's trying to read, like, you know, read his bone structure so they can figure out who the guy is. And Daisy's like, hurry up. He's like, it's going to work as fast as it's going to work. Like, come on. Exactly. And while they're doing that, the Chromacons show up. They're like, oh, the cops, they, they found this crime scene too fast. And I guess they were coming back to clean it up. I don't know. But they show up and um, Daisy sees them from out the window and she goes outside and they see her and they're like, quake. Right. She sees them <laughs> and she's just like, oh. They're cops. They're yeah. cops. Right. They see her and they're like, Say it again. Quake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that guy really does like quake. Um, He's like, quake. <laughs> and it's like, whoa. <laughs> I do like uh, how they continually, they, they try hard to build Daisy up as like this big. She is a force to be reckoned with. And I'm right. like, it is quake. <laughs> it's just quake. <laughs> quake. She's, um, she's minor in the, the comics. I guess she's major here. Um, <laughs> so, well, I mean, who else is going to be major here? Who else has powers, really? Uh, Coulson. Well, Coulson, <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah. Um, you, you can't, even when I'm trying to defend you, I can't. Uh, so, uh, oh, and while she, uh, she goes outside to distract the cop, and the Chromicon, the Chromicon's like, oh, I'm going to take her to the back and, like, you know, kill her. While she's doing that, Deke's like little thing with Jip works and he gets like the first face of the first guy. Yes. And that's when he goes in and <laughs> sticks the other guy in the face. And Ugh. the Chromacon comes in and Deke kind of realizes, oh crap, this cop is actually a Chromacon. Exactly. And he kind of like starts to choke Deke out and while he's doing all this, Daisy's in the back with the other cop, other Chromacop, as they call him, the Chromacon. He's like, yeah, let's, this, this truck seems weird and he tries to sneak up on her with a gun. Yeah. But he does it in front of a, a mirror, which I'm like, you're an idiot. And then they start to fight. And then it's Chromacon versus Quake. 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 <laughs> uh, but Deke gets away, though, because he stabs the dude in the face with the thing. See, that one I didn't mind. Yeah. And... The guy had a face. Yeah. <laughs> and Daisy knocks out the other Chromacon. Yes. And then and they throw him in the truck, and like we're gonna steal this truck. Yeah, and they right exactly. And then D comes out. They take the truck. He hot wires the truck, and I like how he hot wires it, gets it, and then looks at Daisy like, "Huh? Did I do a good it? job?" Right. And she's like, "Yes, I'm very like." She's like, "I'm very proud or something." She's like, says something and everything. He's like, "Huh? Yeah, right." I love the fact yeah. he's still trying to get her in approval. Still, approval, but he's still still just trying to get her. Yes, I'm <laughs> like, stop it, D. Exactly. Um, he's like, you could do way way better. <laughs> All right. So before we go back to Deke and Daisy going back to the uh, Zephyr, we have to flip back. Mm -hmm. Do we want to go back to what's happening? Uh, you want to do um, Enoch and like he's working on May. Okay. And, and Simmons and Yo-Yo. Uh, yeah. And then we'll then we'll double back to Colson yeah. and Max adventure. Okay. Exactly. So So basically, like, so you first Yo-Yo's like, he's a Chronicon. Like, I don't think she trusts them. And Simmons is like, Oh, because don't forget, she's also with Mac, which she does not trust uh robots. 
Right. And it's like, come and come down there. Uh, metal hands. It's like, and uh, don't forget, she had no dealings with Enoch in the future. Exactly. It was Simmons, Fitz, um, Daisy. Yeah. Yeah. She, Yeah. yeah, she was off doing her own thing with Max. So they really didn't have any proof that they could trust Enoch. Right. And also, the first time they ever met Enoch, he sent them to the future. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I get it. And I do like how, I do how, like, Simmons is just like, he saved our lives like multiple times. It's like, yes. we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. And he is Fitz's BFF. So, come on. BFF's forever. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then, so he's working on May, and it's like, okay. And then, like, Daisy, oh, Daisy, um, Simmons and Yo Yo are like talking, and then Simmons offers Yo Yo a gift kind of she's like here like oh because uh she's been cured of the the strike material that's in her yeah like now she can leave the plane and she's like here uh if you can leave the plane here's two new uh arms <laughs> yes and stupid yo because you like, can't walk around well she's not stupid she is stupid okay let me tell you why she's stupid <laughs> and i'm glad you brought this up even though i brought this up <laughs> she's like here's two new hands and she's like Ugh, I don't want them and anything. I'm not ashamed of who I am. Look, bravo. Look, hold on, hold on. Look, this is me clapping for her. Bravo. You don't, you're not ashamed of who you are and anything. Like, that's part of you. Whatever. The bottom line is if someone offers you two new hands when you had metal hands for like the last how many years, you're going to take them. Okay. And she's like, you could feel stuff again. And she's like, eh, whatever. And then finally, Simmons brings up the good point of, okay, well, you can't just walk around in 1931 New York City, basically, with metal hands. And even after she says that, Yo-Yo's still like, mm, no. It's like, even if you're still down with the whole, I'm not ashamed of who I am. This is part of me. Fine. Okay. What Simmons brings up, like, hey, you can't walk around in 1931 you know, New York with those hands, conversation should be over. It should be like, yeah, okay, you're right. Instead, she's still kind of doing the, uh, uh, and I'm like, no, you're stupid there, yo, yo, you're stupid. Okay, you're completely wrong. Oh, <laughs> this is the end of this podcast. <laughs> this is the last episode. I will, I will take this battle to the grave. This is my, uh, oh, I don't know a famous battle. <laughs> is this the hill you want to die on? Thank you, thank you. Um, this is okay, 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 let me go back. Oh, this is the end of our, of this podcast. This is the hill that I will die on. Thank you. No, I thought this was a nice moment that any person who's an amputee has to deal with. Oh, but she has oh, to deal. Yes. I think I'm, my argument's already dead in the water. Go ahead. Yeah, it was completely dead. <laughs> I got her hesitation, where she had to accept the fact that she had, she was disabled. She mm-hmm. was accepting that there's no magical fix really she's mm-hmm. lost her hands i got why simmons like hey you can't walk around like this with these metal hands like they could probably give her hooks they could do that that would be time appropriate area appropriate but with the metal hands with the fingers she couldn't you know go out there and not be noticeable and then the whole thing was not to be noticed but i got why she was like she had to accept that she just like uh Colson accepted his losing his hand in a certain way. She had to accept she's lost her hands and she's moved on and she's dealt with it. And now you're just going, oh, here, let me just fix this for you. Where you really actually can't just fix it so easily. Where here, you get some brand new hands and everything's fine. Everything's not fine. She's been changed forever and she's dealing with that. And it felt like Tim is going, oh, well, whatever. Here's some new hands. Deal with it. Anthony. 
Did you ever play Mortal Kombat? No. Do you <laughs> but know... am I finishing you? <laughs> Do you know those fatalities at the end where they literally come and like, you, you know, the person's one and then it's like fatality and they do this horrific, like, <laughs> I'll pull your spine out from the thing because it's not, you know, not only did I beat you, I like literally destroyed you, you know, that type of deal. That's what uh-huh. I felt like the dude who just got his spine ripped out. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. So, okay, hold up. Quickly back up. All right. Remember, mm-hmm. right, I'm going to do this for a third time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and this might be the end of the podcast, but this isn't the hill I want to die on. So if you're right, we can move on. If you're right. Move on. Yeah. I just, I like so this. We'll move on. <laughs> I just, I like when she's like, I don't, she, to her, getting these hands felt like she's being ashamed and she's like, I'm not ashamed. But then I like later on when she decides Simmons is right that she needs to have these so she can help out in the field. And she takes the hands and Simmons like, well, when's the last time you actually touched yourself? And I think that memory of like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it. Come on. <laughs> I was so close. I was so close to making a good point. I'm sorry. <laughs> when was the last time you actually felt anything with your own hands? Yes. <laughs> yes. Good. Very good. Well said. <laughs> and that kind of like, you know, she probably wanted to have that moment. So she takes them. She puts them on, and when they they show her touching her own face, and she has that look of wonder on her face, that was a beautiful moment. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> correct. One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> I I quickly I did it. You know, I honestly, it's like it's it's just like the beginning of this when we're talking about um, why they you know wanted to destroy Shield, and we were like, oh, that's stupid, and then we realized, oh no, that's you actually need to destroy shield that makes sense and it's like the minute you went into the amputee i was like oh, i did not look at it from that angle i'm wrong <laughs> yes well said i'm glad we got there <laughs> and quicker than we usually get there with me so, exactly hey. exactly <laughs> So yes, <laughs> poignant moment. I might have to rewatch that. Okay. Anyway, yeah, go on. It was it was good moment. It was good moment. Okay. So she comes to see Simmons. She's got the hands, and Simmons has been looking for a message from Fitz. Yeah. Because he was like going to try to get her a message, but she, well, she's like, "Well, can you get him a message?" And she's like, "No." But I guess because if she gets the message to him, the Chromacons will figure out what they're doing or where they are or some crap like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's basically. I mean, that that's what they're they're going with. They're going with anytime if. They communicate or she sends a message to him the chronicons, the chronicons will figure shit out i don't know i don't know if that all holds water but sure yeah and then and that's when uh deacon she's like well she's like because we need to keep a low profile and then that's when deacon daisy show up in the stolen truck with the chronicon <laughs> like you stole <laughs> a truck <laughs> and he's like oh, we kind of ha- i like it because daisy has to say it because like i love how this whole episode was kind of them being like deke don't fuck up or do something stupid you know yeah. and it's like and he's even says he's like why is everyone always looking at me or why does i feel like everything's directed towards me because even max says it at the beginning when he's, oh, like, he's like don't uh don't file for any patents exactly <laughs> i go and then like even with this and everything it's like Simmons and Yo-Yo both looking at Deke being like, you stole a truck, and Daisy has to be the one to be like, uh, we kind of needed to. Yeah. <laughs> we have a Chromicon, and they're like, right. we're gonna question him. So they decide to question the Chromicon. The Chromicon. Oof, man, that's gonna be hard. <laughs> saying yeah. that. But we have to go back, because 
we don't know. Yeah, we gotta go back. We gotta go back. So Mac and Colson have gone to look for the the speakeasy with the swordfish. Yes. And they find it, and you know, Max like Colson is super excited. Yeah, and not the bad swordfish movie with John Travolta and Halle Berry. Go ahead. Oh God! Oh, that was bad. Oh, it was so bad. It was really bad. I remember it was a big deal because she was gonna be topless when it happens. I'm like, what is this? What is this for? None of it made any sense. Oh, yeah, that was a big yeah. That was like a big thing, and then it was like. But I also remember thinking, like, oh, it's about, like, computer hacking and, like, you know, this action, like, cool, like, you know, heist-type movie. Ah, I can't wait. And I watched it, and then I was like, oh, this is bad. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, yeah, so they go to the the speakeasy. They get in. They're like, okay, let's, you know, be cool about it. <laughs> and uh, Colson is filling in Mac on, like, he's like, well, it used to be run by this SSR uh, asset named Gemini. Yeah. So they go to the bartender and they ask for Gemini, and that's when everyone pulls out guns on them. <laughs> yeah. So they were, I mean, they were getting stared at just, I guess, basically just because of Mac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I go when they were walking in there, and yeah, and then they ask for Gemini, and then everyone pulls guns out on them, and the bartender is basically like, I'm going to blow your freaking head off. Because he was like that. Like he went hard yeah. on the New York. It's like, I get it. I mean, look, it, you know, everyone knows that New York accent, I guess, but God, that dude was it just was, like, it was a bit much. I'll blow your freaking head. I was like, what, what's happening here? What's going on? And so, like, they kick out most of the people, and there's a little standoff, and like, you know, Mac and Colson got their hands up, and then Colson's like, he's like, you're dead. And Colson's like, wait, I am dead. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to try something. And he, like, just walks up to the guy, and the guy, like, shh. Like the gun goes off, it hits him in the shoulder, and Colson just like grabs the gun and knocks the guy out. And he's like, and then Mac knocks everyone else out. And he's like, I took a chance. Yeah. He's like, I'm an LMD. They can't kill me. <laughs> it's true. Cause I mean, like we've seen in the past too with the LMDs, uh, with the uh, Chronicons too. I, I go basically, and I think with the LMDs, you can shoot them and yeah. it doesn't really do shit to them. No. So it was like, oh, okay, good, good job, Colson. Yeah, you figured it out. And that's when Gemini shows up. And who is Gemini? <laughs> Patton Oswalt. Yes, it's Ernest Hazard Koenig. Yes. And he's the Koenig's like grandfather, I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the time period. Grandfather. And, and he's also Patton. he's he's so much fun because he's racist so and sexist. Was, yeah. So I love like the Patton Oswalt characters on Agents of Shield like you know yes. the brothers and the twins and just like it like it was really well done this one though was grating to me it was annoying it was t- it was just too much into yes. like oh this is what they would really be like where yes. you know we, we enjoy like you know there's texas race and like you're showing what it would be like but i was like you can bring him down a notch <laughs> thank you exactly it, like, that it was, was like we want we, they want him to be the complete opposite of the canings we've seen, and I went, "It has you don't have to be that hard on it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was it, it, they were they were on eleven. They needed to bring it down to like a six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, because so, he's like your shadow to Mac, and I went, "Oh God, really?" Uh, uh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, so you know, basically, uh, Colson and Mac are are telling are explaining to him like, "Hey, you know." We know about 
you know, the boot, like, you know, the bootlegger that was going to meet with the cops was like, I, I think was connected to you connected guys to him and then he's like yeah so what of it like this and you know he's doing the whole like i'm not gonna help you guys out or whatever and i think correct and me they if I'm kind wrong, of... okay sorry go ahead oh no i was just gonna say i go correct me if i'm wrong when they kind of bond over the fact when they're like oh we you know we don't they're like oh we don't care about what you're doing like we're not here to like give you guff about it <laughs> i'll use a word <laughs> i go give you like grief about it or whatever they're like you know, our guy was there too, and then he's like, "Oh, you lost the guy too," and then that's how he kind of, like, yeah, they kind of imply that it was some other like gang that came and killed both their guys, and they just right. want to figure out who this gang is and why yeah. they would go after their bootleggers. Exactly, like that's what they were trying to, yeah. And through a lot of this talky, 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 they find out that he's a supplying a party for for cops for the New York governor who is FDR and Colson's like he must be the target because he later on he creates the SSR which then creates shield exactly so, they so fig- like if they're yeah so, so if you- you're gonna take out shield you take out FDR FDR so you figure it's all connected to Roosevelt because like you said he's the one who, who starts the FDR which you know starts shield um so yeah so that's what they kind of like figure out and then they then decide that they're going to go to the event that he's speaking at right they're gonna... yeah they're all gonna go undercover and uh help out freddie who's the guy that uh this kid that K- koenig has been helping out like yeah. he lets him stay in his house uh, like work at the bar or whatever they're gonna help him like you know be a bartender and help like serve the party they're gonna break in that way exactly gonna... and right yeah so then we um Okay, so we go into. Oh, the and this is when, yeah, and this we're going to the party. Um, and this is yeah, when Colson makes Colson makes a dad joke about the New Deal, which kind of like plays oh, into our God, yes. episode title. <laughs> it was such a dad, but like, oh, it's only Colson could pull that off. <laughs> it was it was very classic Colson, and I was like, yes, I I, I didn't realize how much I missed this Colson. Yeah, like, exactly. Before, it's one back. of those moments when you're like, yes, this this is the Colson I miss. Yeah. Excuse me. So, so I, yeah, I thought you were like, oh yeah. I was like, all right. Chill. No, it was just me coughing. <laughs> I was like, I just thought we coughing. agreed on this. I was like, you said it too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then they right. So they get so like Mac and Colson are going to be working like with Freddie as like you know bartenders bar. and, and whatever. And then I think Deacon. No, Dave, no, not Mac. No, uh, Mac and Deco at the bar. Colson and Daisy are kind of walking around. Yo, that's it. I go, I know, right. And I go, because I remember, that's right, because Daisy and Colson have that conversation. That's when she, like, she apologizes for bringing him back, but she's like, I saw you, and I couldn't help but just bring bring you back, and he talks about, like, the letter, and she's like, it was a great letter, and they have, like, a little moment where you, like, you understand why she brought him back, because they spent so long building up this whole father-daughter relationship with them. But I that feel like kind of... Like, they brought it back towards the end when Colton was dying, but I feel like they started it, and then it became, they paused it, and then they brought it back at the end, and it always felt... Well, yeah, they paused it when they brought in her actual father. Yeah, that's true. And um, it was weird, because it's like, at times I kind of got it, but I always felt it was forced. No, no, it was definitely forced. Yeah. (laughs) It was incredible. Like, that first, like, two seasons, it was, like, they hit you over the head over and over he is like a father figure to her she looks up to him well it took her a while to look up to him but he saw her as like a 
daughter. And I went, why? And yet they pushed every it very time, hard. Exactly. And yet every time Simmons talks to him and like calls him sir, I feel like more. They have a father daughter relationship. Yeah, I feel way more connected connected between those two as a father-daughter relationship than uh daisy and colson but yeah yeah so anyway right and she, she's like oh uh, you know the letter and this and that and she's like oh maybe one day i'll let you read it he's like oh i like that because he can't he doesn't remember because yeah. it was yeah he, he was dead and while they're doing <laughs> this did. uh <laughs> um deke is kind of like starting a bond almost with uh freddie they're like you know they talk about how he was after his father killed himself guessing in the, the stock market after the stock market crash uh he was on the streets and caning found him and brought him in he's like you know you do what you got to do and deke's like yeah my dad died i understand what you're talking about like you know do what you gotta do like they kind of they start like a bond right then exactly um and since you brought up the great depression whatever can i just tell you one of my favorite lines from this show um what was it this episode when deke is like they're walking and like right at the, at the beginning and he's like i can't believe like i got all the like these clothes or whatever for just like 13 dollars and colton is like <laughs> it's like the middle of the great depression he's like that's not something to brag about yeah <laughs> it's not great dude it's not great <laughs> exactly i love that it's like yeah it's the great depression yeah. dude don't <laughs> so while they're all at the party back on the the, the zephyr Enoch and Simmons and Yo-Yo are going to question the Chromicon. And they're like, we're going to... She's like, Simmons like, well, basically, all oh, Chromicons are just, you know, hardware and software. And Enoch, Enoch's like, well, that's just rude. Right. <laughs> and they're going to, like, overload his system. Right, because Enoch's like, you can torture him. He's like, he's not going to talk. Like, Yeah. And she's like, well, I got an idea from when uh, Colson was overloaded. I'm going to overload his system, and we're just going to, like, see what we can pull out of him. Yes, and and then like this is when like Simmons. I'm like, how long has it been for Simmons? Because he seems so much more older and mature and less soft. And they're like, is that an output or something like that? And she just like, no. And she plunges the thing in the back of the guy's head. There's a lot of plunging in people's heads this episode. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Which I and I was like, yeah, do it. See, I'm glad you're the villain of the story. <laughs> yes, it comes to Marvel. I become the villain. <laughs> nice. DC, yes. it's all me. But yes. <laughs> Marvel, it's you. Um, yeah. Um, so basically, here's the thing with with this scene. I felt mm-hmm. like the scene went, like, I enjoyed it because it's showing you a little bit more into Simmons's like, like you said, like, she's a little more mature. She's older. Mm-hmm. She's colder. Um, you know, it's like she's willing to do things that I feel like Simmons would have at least had a lot more time, you know, would have thought about it a lot more in the past. Where here she's just yes. like, nope you know got to do it um but i feel this scene went on way too long with the chronic chron well he's like kind of breaking down and he's like just he's like well i know exactly what thread and what moment to pull and the blah, blah, blah. and it's like okay let's just get to it right it's I like agree. you know eventually he's gonna give them something a word or a phrase mm-hmm. that they're looking for even though they're telling simmons like he's gonna overload he's no good to mm-hmm. us you know if he's no good to us if he overloads and you need to like you know stop it whatever and it keeps going on he, and he keeps saying random shit and gibberish and you're just like okay like, yeah. i know you're getting to a point where you're gonna say a word or something like let's just get to it it just went on just like a, a tad you know and it's nitpicking but it just yes. went on like a, a tad too long and the reveal where it was like it sounds like he's saying fdr but it becomes something else it's yes. like wait that doesn't make any sense because uh he starts like uh overloading and then she pulls the thing out because like stop 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 it and it, it doesn't stop it he just kind of like he says his final word and he just melts down yeah, yeah. and 
Yeah. So while they're while this scene is en- endless, we go back to the party where we see FDR and Colson's like, wait, he's out here and they're like, he's in the public, you know, they're gonna go after him when he's like leaving, when he's, you know, um yes. in the hall. Like he had a they, they figure out that he had to sneak in through like a service entrance so no one would see the fact that he's in a wheelchair because right, FDR had polo. Because right, FDR had had polio back in the yeah. day, and they made like when he was running, when he was governor, and before, like even when he was running like for president, they didn't want to show him in the wheelchair or how the polio was affecting him because they thought yeah. it would make him look weak and that would hurt his uh, chances. His chances. Right. So they hit it. So they're like, okay, they must. They're probably gonna get him when he's leaving. We have to like you know go out the back way, catch them there. So they all like, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it actually is kind of like that and they all kind of like run with that let's go moment yeah and they leave freddie there and then some lady shows up and she's lady like in red i'm your contact where and is she they, from i know i've seen her before. she looks so familiar i cannot i cannot figure uh, out i was hoping you'd help <laughs> yeah i did not check indb but yes she did look right. familiar i was like yeah. i know her i just i can't yeah something about her eyes her eyes seem very familiar yes so while they're running off they get back there uh colson and daisy get there first and like hey it's a trap and it no it's just fdr and his dude and we realize wait nothing's happening here right and not, then, although i do yeah. love I, I love colson fanboying fanboying over uh fdr he's like i'm a big fan yeah <laughs> exactly um but yeah, and there was it, an earlier scene where mac also kind of like talks about all the stuff that fbr does and freddie's like wait what he's like oh he will be ahead of his time <laughs> and yeah exactly um yeah. but yeah they realize that the chronicons aren't there and no one's attacking fdr yeah and he's not the target and just then the chronicon is melting down and he reveals that the target is freddie 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 and <laughs> <laughs> but why freddie what's going on with freddie at this point well okay so freddie's talking to the lady in red and she's like i used to work with dad he was a great guy and he's he's like yeah until he you know killed himself well he says took the coward's way out which is code word for he killed himself suicide which, right which really cool freddie good way to talk about your dad Jeez, um i know <laughs> and again considering who you are <laughs> Dick, uh, your dad was, yeah exactly yeah and she's like okay i have a job for you that Look, will you like, and your whole family will get there <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> He's like, I, she's like, I have a job for you that will, like, you know, restore your family's name. It'd be great. Here's these group, these uh, like four or five green files. I need you to, to deliver them to the docs. She just says the docs. Yeah. But later on the next episode, it's a whole other thing. I'm like, okay. He just said the docs. Well, in, in, docs. in 1931, the docs meant a lot of things. There's a lot of different docs, not the docs that are like, you know, actually in New York City. She's like, you gotta get these to the docs. Right. Um, because it'll save it's gonna change the future right exactly yeah and just when she gives starts to give him the vial she gets shot by chromacon yes then quake shows up and she stops the chromacon wait who shows up quake quake (laughs) god every time they say that they're like quake quake (laughs) meanwhile quake is a new daisy daisy exactly (laughs) Uh, she shows up and she kind of, you know, quakes the dude and stops from killing Freddy. And like they end up in the kitchen, and 
she's like, all right, I'm going to fight these three, no, these two Chromacons. I think it's just two at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's just two. I'm going to fight them while the kitchen people go, I'm getting the hell out of here. Smart. And, <laughs> yeah. Smart move. And, yeah. And, but she is overwhelmed because they are Chromacons. Yeah. But luckily, Coulson shows up because he like he leaves the lady like who's bleeding on the she's like shot in the stomach and she's bleeding and he goes yeah. I'll be right back <laughs> gotta save my daughter yes and he goes up and he like joins the fight and it's like they're superheroes and they're just kicking all like Chromicon butt yes yeah basically so, it's it's a long fight it is a but, long fight yeah um, I did like how they showed uh like Coulson's abilities because he yes. has. You know, Chronicons are really super tough and, you know, they're strong and, and whatnot. I, I, I bet this has been, like, the last two years they've let Clark Gregg, like, do some actual, like, you know, stunts. Yes. Because the first couple of years there were some fights, but they weren't like this, but, like, last season, as Sarge, he got to do because he had more strength, he had to fight more. And this season, now that he's a Chromacon, he gets to fight more. I bet I bet this has been a blast for him. I, I, you would have like it looks like he's having a blast. Like he, even though I didn't love the Sarge character, yeah, it looked like he was relishing it and really enjoying playing him, having all the strength, yeah, and just playing uh, right, play, having all this strength and playing someone who's not just the typical okay, I'm good, this and that. Like you know, he was like yeah, playing more of a sinister side to him. So yeah, and here it looks like he's relishing playing Coulson, but playing him as this strong, tough badass. It's like good for you, Clark. Enjoy this. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and at this point, I don't know where Deke and Malik were. I guess they, a Mac, they took Freddie because the lady is still bleeding out. <laughs> yeah. And Daisy and Coulson grab her and take her to Col- to Koenig, and he's all like, ah, "I'm a jerk." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Ah, I said like, don't bring like bloody people to my place. Like, I don't want to be a part." It's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, we get it. You're you're a jerk." Yeah. So, you're bloodying up the floors. Got to clean that up. <laughs> yes. So, I think th- I think this is when uh, they rate uh, Simmons and them radio to Colson and uh, Daisy. Hey, FDR wasn't a target. It was someone named Freddie. Do you know who Freddie is? Yeah. And then uh, yeah, I was earlier. And it then early, when right. yeah, but when they get to Koenig's uh, speakeasy, they're like. What do you know about Freddie? Tell us all you know about Freddie. He's like, what do you know? He's like, his name is what? What? Like, give us his full name. He's like, his name is Freddie. He's, he's Wilford Malik. And they go, oh, he's uh, Gideon Malik's father. Gideon fucking Malik. Yes. And as they're having this, you know, like, oh my god, this is that dude. Mac and Deke have Freddie. Like, well, we need it. Like, these people are after you. And they're still, they don't know that he's a Malik. Like, well, we need to protect you. We need to keep things going. Right. What were you going to do? Why were they trying to get you? He's like, he's like, I just got to make a delivery. He's like, all right, we're going to help you make this delivery. Yes. Of the vials, the green vials. This green vial. And, well, he does, they don't know it's a green vial. Because no, you know, he I'm, has to make I'm, a delivery. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying that's you. Yeah. Like, of the green vials. Yeah. Yeah. So then this is when we have, we get this, like, whole information of why uh, they're after Gideon's dad. Because he was the head of Hydra in America, and Hydra. if Hydra ne- <laughs> and if Hydra never takes hold, Shield is never formed to fight it. And then this is when I went, but wait a second, because this is because at this point they don't know about the vial. We find out what's in the vial next episode. 
Spoiler right. alert, it's super important. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but for them, they're like, well, if they don't make, if American Hydra isn't formed, then S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't formed to fight Hydra, but Hydra is still a thing in Europe. Uh, Johann Schmidt, yeah, aka Red Skull, Red Skull Johann yeah. Schmidt is still making, is still part of Hydra at this point. Yeah, so you plan Hydra is still a thing. Yeah, so, so even you... if you stop American Hydra, it doesn't mean European Hydra doesn't happen. And European Hydra is what starts um, Shield, really. Yes. <laughs> so I, my thing was like, hey, Chronicons, are you planning to take out American Shield first? And then was your plan to go to Europe and you know take out? I go international European Hydra. Could you better mention that because like you, know, you would like I would think. Your plan would be let's take out, if not Johann Schmidt, uh, Erskine. That's what I would go to. I would go after Erskine. So yeah. Uh, so I was like, I was like, okay. I was, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, okay, they're definitely gonna mention something like about it. Like there's gonna be like this is something. Okay, maybe you don't mention like you know st- other stuff that we were talking about. We we're like, oh, we feel mm-hmm. you should mention something here, but fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, you didn't mention. Like here, they're definitely gonna mention something about that. I'm like, there needs to be a reason. No, like it was, it was, very, it felt like that's very like huge. oh, like that's yeah, like we stop shield. We have to save Hydra to save Shield, but doesn't track if you don't. At this point, we don't know about the vial. Right. So their whole reasoning doesn't make any sense. When you find about the vial next week, the next episode, you go, okay, now this makes sense. But at this point, right, exactly. So when you're like, we need to save a Hydra in order to save S.H.I.E.L.D., no, you don't. You don't even know what you're doing. Right. So, like, I wish they had included what the vial was in this episode. Agreed. To make it more clear. In the end, they do need to save kind of have to save Hydra to save S.H.I.E.L.D. but the way they get there, you're like, you guys uh, that doesn't track until you know what the, the, the so you know what the sh- what's in the vial. Right, but I'm right, and like, I guess it's good. Like- because, oh, sorry, because the vial is more important than Malik. Right. Because Hydra will still happen without Malik. Right. And opinion. it's just like, like spoiler <laughs> alert, like, obviously we, we're, we're up to date with all the other episodes, so I'm just, yeah. yeah, so we're just trying to basically discuss it from like this point of view from watching the first episode so yes. we're, so we're, we're you know what we're bringing up is like you know people who may have already you know are up to date may be like yeah but they kind of explain it's like yeah we get that but just for the sake but of for this, this episode right for this first episode it's like yeah it's kind of like we you would have those questions and be like wait what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's like so, malik isn't the important part <laughs> right the vial is because without the vial, the things that don't happen, then the shield. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is it, profit? What is that? The uh, collect step one, collect underpants. Step two, step three, profit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it felt like that was the story here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, it is a nice twist. Yeah. Where you like, and it, and, it, and it brings it back to shield has always been fighting Hydra. Exactly. What happens if they have to save Hydra? <laughs> exactly, and I lo- and I love the fact. It's like you know what I like the fact that you that Hydra is a part of this because it's this last season. And look, you mm-hmm. know that's the whole Shield versus Hydra. That's what it's about. And you know that's the, that's who Shield's arch enemy is. You know, yes, they've had many battles against many, you know, many uh, th- <laughs> things in the galaxy and in the universe, of course. 
maybe more powerful, but it's always really been Shield Hydra. Yeah, and I'm just and and, and as much as I'm enjoying this whole like you know trip through Shield history and all this stuff, I'm very thankful that they did not decide to have a Grant Ward lookalike show up in the past. <laughs> it's like the great grandfather Grant Ward or something that they have to fight. <laughs> Do you know after because of, of like he wasn't in the last season and. You know, it's been a while since I've seen, you know, watched like S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes with him in it. I was like, I'm not going to lie. If he showed up for an episode or two, I wouldn't be. He was really good. at. He was overused, but he was very yes. good at what he did. I thought, I, mean, I remember after Hive, I went, okay, I never want to see Grant again. Right. And then they brought him back to the framework. And I went, okay, this was a nice wrap up from him. And I was like, now I'm completely done with Grant Ward. <laughs> Okay, but if he comes back to, like, say, the series finale. I mean, he was a big part of the first three seasons. I feel like you said goodbye to him in the framework. We were done. Okay, no, you are. Grant Ward out. You were, like, done. <laughs> I am done with him. I'm like, we got like we got to see him at his worst. He's we got like, to see him at his best. He's probably like, can I even just, like, maybe appear in the background of the final scene no. of the final episode? No. You know who oh, I want to see as a background as a final scene in the final episode? Trip. Agent Trip. Bring him back. I loved him. Yeah, I mean, look, of course, you bring Trip back. I'm happy. But I'm just saying, poor Ward. He was a big part of the show. Too big. <laughs> like, can I, like, be wearing a hat and sunglasses so you don't really know it's me, but it technically is me? And you're like, no. No. Get out of here. If you're lucky, I'll Done let you with. come to the rap party. <laughs> Done with you. <laughs> um, But yeah, so. Yeah. Right, so that's. That's their mission, as far as we know, in the first the season. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, and, right for the season, but yeah, what they. Yeah. And then we have our, our bonus because every up uh, every episode of Shield ends with like a little bonus scene. Enoch goes to check on May in the pod, and it's empty. He's all like, "You had one job, Enoch." <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, technically, he didn't lose her. She's there. Yeah, she's just hiding up in the ceiling. She's the new Spider-Woman. <laughs> she's just like staring down at him in a creepy way. And I went, oh, I don't know about this. I got why they sidelined May because she would be the first one saying, you do not bring uh, Coulson back as LMD. Right. But do you but feel I was like, like, yeah. Do you feel like they've gone to that story well a little, like a little too much where May seems to be sidelined? Like at the beginning of like a season or like during a season, I feel like because either she's so tough and strong or because, you know, she wouldn't like allow like I feel like there are a lot of times where they've had to like oh, put her off away so yeah. she can't like put a stop to it. Exactly. I can, I, I can see that. Yeah. Which at the same time just shows right there what a badass character you are if they have to keep doing that. <laughs> Like, she's too important. We can't let her be around here. But yet, it's like everything I like, and again, a big May fan, but it's just like everything they do with her. I'm like, she's so badass. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was hiding in the ceiling. It's yeah, like exactly. Exactly. Stuff it's up like, there. <laughs> again, remember when I talked good about Arrow and about the shit on Arrow again? Remember how, like, okay. <laughs> Malcolm Merlin used to just come out of the shadows and it was so lame? Yes. And it was like, yes. no one takes you. You're supposed to be the magician in this, you know, such a threat. But every time you saw him, you were just like, oh, please. Whereas, like, May's, like, hiding in the shadows. And you're just like, oh, that's badass. Like, that, like, I don't know. Like, you, you, you look at it and you're just like, yeah, like, that's her one scene. She's literally just, like, up on the rafters, like, on the ceiling, like, hiding in the ceiling in the shadows. And you're like, that's so cool. Whereas, like, everything Malcolm Merlin did, you're like, ah, oh, this guy's a dope. <laughs> <laughs> 
cool, then they put him he in did. the shadows too often. They did. Um, yeah. he, he did start out cool, whereas like they started yeah. out cool and just got cooler and cooler. And the thing, <laughs> cool as ice. Exactly. <laughs> the vanilla ice movie. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. I forgot he had a movie. Uh, never oh. let anyone forget that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh my god. So anyway, yeah, that's uh, that was Asia that was Asia's or Seals. New deal. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I, I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was a nice start to the season and to set everything up going forward for the, you know, for their last season. Um, I like the character, like, again, the characters that usually annoy me, Mac, Daisy, or Quake, um, you know, they were probably as good as I've seen them. Um, I didn't like the whole- uh, oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, I agree. Sorry. Oh yeah, um, I didn't like the whole Fitz not being there. You know, like I explained before, but that was made up with the fact that we kind of got like old Colson back, which was really cool. Um, and I like the story with the Chronicons. I go, you know, it's weird. It's like the thing with the Shrike. I just remember early on, like when they started it, I was just kind of out of it, like right at the beginning. I was like, eh, I'm not really digging this. Where the thing with the Chronicons, I'm like, yeah, I don't know why. It's like I, I feel them as a major threat. I think they built them up nicely. Um, so I'm buying the storyline and then adding Hydra into this. I'm like, ooh, I like that. Um, so yeah, I, I and I dug the whole and I also I also like turn of the century early, you know, like New York City, like that timeline. So the fact that they were there, I thought was pretty cool. I was gonna say I enjoy I'm enjoying the Comic Cons as their main villain this year because it's very simple and straightforward. Yeah, and we're they- gonna go through time. We're going to pull some threads and we're trying to try to take over the world. Because we don't have our world anymore. It's, exactly. Yeah. It's very easy. There's no like monoliths and we were ancient beings and like, you know, we're corporal and non-corporal. It's very <laughs> funny it's when they robots. have a, it's funny when they have a strong storyline. You don't like we said before, you don't need to have all these like smoke mirror yeah. shit. We're robots who want to take over your planet. Exactly. And to do that, we have to get rid of you. Yeah. Even if there are issues where like well why would you need to do that to get no we this is our plan we have to get rid of you so you're not there in the future to stop us exactly because i guess we can't you know just save our world or take over the world from here which is fine it's very easy to go along with i'm happy with it um i this is the first time i can say i'm flat out enjoying mac and if i look back on the episode i won't go oh wait i didn't like it no i'm enjoying mac yes which is rare uh Daisy. Daisy. She was Daisy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I was I was I was back to feeling uh some kind of way about her in the next episode, but we'll get there mm. in that episode. <laughs> mm. Um you, you gave Miss Quality Deke, which I enjoy. Love it. There's a mystery with May. Um I oh I enjoyed the the credits. This, when the title came up, oh, the, the old timey, yes. the old timey, and I enjoy that. And uh, spoiler alert: going on into the future episodes, they continue that. I love it, which I like. I love it. Yeah, uh, I love this jaunt through history. I, I love the whole idea of ripples, not waves. So they're not sitting there going, "We can't do anything." They're doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Very smart. <laughs> you know, I they're doing things, and they're not going to freak out. Like we can't like 
you know, sneeze because then a tidal wave will happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm, so I'm, and I'm having it's I'm having a positive effect with this season already. Like the last two seasons, especially last season, just so like it was dreary. And I think also the fact that we're now in uh, different sets. Because yeah. like the last two seasons, it was the same set oh over and God, over again. Right. We were like in the, we were in uh, something that looked just like the, the lighthouse. No matter what, yes. <laughs> no matter where they were, it looked like the lighthouse. We're in the new Hydra base. It's still the lighthouse, right. you know. Or space. I was so tired of being like on a ship in space. Yes, which was just the lighthouse. Yes, which exactly, which goes back. To- we're on new sets. <laughs> exactly. Um, I like the fact that they were on ground. I, exactly that there was new sets. Uh, totally agree. Yeah. So I'm, I'm having a more positive feel for this season. And it, it brought me back to why I love the show. Like, yeah. this show has been a very, like, you know, the last two seasons a little uneven. But for the most part, it's been a very steady show for me. Yeah, I know. Like, I've enjoyed it no matter what. I totally agree. Um, it yeah. is one of my favorite shows. Um, and yeah, you're right. Even, again, when they do stuff that you're like, okay, like we talked about last season being weak. When we say weak, it's weak for the standards that we usually have for that show, which is pretty high. And it's still hit and miss. There's still stuff that hits. There's still good stuff. I mean, like I said, last year, we had the episode with Fitz and Simmons, which was literally one of my favorite episodes ever on the show. And that came in last year, you know, which was what we consider a weak season. So, yeah, no, I I totally agree. So so I'm I'm having, I have uh, high hopes for the show to end on a good note. Oh, yeah, that's what I really want. Versus... Bringing it back to Arrow versus the <laughs> the limping to the, the final line that Arrow did. The limping, the crawling, the dear <laughs> God, let's just get to that line, that finish line. Yes. Agreed. This is going to end strong, and I can I feel it. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I'm I'm excited about it. This this season so far, in the first like four episodes, have really got me excited. Yeah. All right, so uh, this has been one more thing. I've been Tiffany. I've been Anthony. Um, oh, one more thing. Hell Hydra. <laughs> I am the villain of the story. <laughs> <laughs> you are the villain. <laughs>